This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. Let's talk about heroes. American culture today has a bit of an aversion to heroes. So my take on this obviously is a little bit colored by the literary. I am a historical writer after all. I love to have me a good hero. Um, But we can apply that to our society today as well. So the root of the current American mindset is that we must accept all viewpoints, all cultures, all beliefs as valid. And that the only things that aren't valid are the viewpoints that oppose that openness, right? Which, of course, is ironic because no other culture believes this way. So while we say we grant the validity of another culture, we are also not granting it because they are too closed. So it's a cycle that renders the starting point absurd and yet is fully embraced by Americans, which kind of results in a shallow belief system, which is founded on nothing. So bear with me as I play that out. Enter the idea of a hero. We used to have American heroes in generations past. Washington and Jefferson, Adams and Hamilton, Lee and Grant. Even though we knew they were imperfect human beings, we still honored them for what they'd done in and for our country. At one point, hero worship of these founders and generals was so complete that it began to worry some educators, and they decided they had better start reminding kids that Washington was still human. He had wooden teeth, they began to teach, if you recall. A reminder that he had his weaknesses, humanness. But it wasn't meant to strip him of the title of hero, merely to remind us that heroes are still human. As the years went on, teaching continued in this trend. First, it started as, let's teach our kids about their heroism. And then it began, became, let's teach them how our heroes are human. Then it became, let's teach them about their faults and flaws, which turned into, they can't be forgiven for their faults and flaws which then became, these men weren't heroes at all, they were monsters, and we have founded a country on them? (gasps) Gasp! Now, the logical conclusion is, of course, tear down the country built upon such monstrosity, right? Well, that is what we see happen today, especially in the educational arena. But that won't just damage us as a nation, it will damage us as individuals, because we need heroes. We need people to believe in. We need people to aspire to be like. We need examples to follow. We need causes to fight for. We need causes worth dying for. We need to believe there's something bigger than ourselves. This is just human nature. So when we don't fill those needs one way, we fill them another. Antiheroes become the people we believe in. We aspire to be like the rich since they don't ever pretend to be great on a human level. We follow our instincts. We fight for universal acceptance, never ourselves accepting that it's oxymoronic. We die only for our own pleasures. And the only thing we're willing to grant is bigger than ourselves is our need to tell others they're the same as us. But here's the thing. We have this idea today that heroes have to be perfect or that we have to agree with them 100%. That if we dare to honor someone or something and then discover a fault, we've committed a grave sin and are endorsing the fault. But that's simply not true. We don't have to be on the same side as a soldier to grant that he fought heroically. We don't have to agree with someone's whole cause to admire them for sacrificing themselves to save others fighting for it. Heroes don't have to be on the winning side. This struck me a while back when my dad had me looking up the memorials at Gettysburg. 
thousands of men were lost on both sides of the war during that bloody battle. And memorials to men from both sides were raised after the war. Memorials that show how bravely they fought, that remember their names. I never paused to even think that there were memorials for both the North and the South at Gettysburg. But of course there were, because there were men who fought and died on both sides. There were acts of heroism on both sides. And in this case, it wasn't just the winners that told the story. And even the winners recognized that the cost was hardly worth the win. This was a story owned by both sides of the divide. A story that belongs to our nation, whether you live in the North or the South. Activists today are making a concerted effort to destroy the memory of American heroes just because they don't agree with them 100%. But they don't seem to realize is that by doing this, we're destroying ourselves. Because if you teach the next generation that anything closed-minded is evil, what happens when the next generation realizes that their very teachers were closed-minded about something, because we all are, they've just rendered themselves null? I believe there are heroes, in the past and among us today, though I also think there's a certain wisdom in not focusing too much on the ones still alive while they can still make mistakes. But I do believe there's truth. I believe there is right. And I believe a person can be a hero even when they're wrong. I believe being human, having faults, doesn't negate what they do right. And I believe honoring them for their victories can teach us all something, even when we disagree with some of their stances. If we don't believe in something, we're left fighting for nothing. And that's sure to ring empty in the ears of those who follow. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by the Tea Party Book Club. Books, tea, great conversation, all from the convenience of your own home. To see what this month's book is and to reserve a seat, go to rosannamwhite.com and click the Tea Party Book Club tab or follow the link in the show notes. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv podcast for other shows I know you'll love.